We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I'm certainly delighted today that you have joined us for the Blessing from the Valley podcast. This is your host, Pastor Mark Brandon, and it is a joy for me to be able to come to you by these means and try to give a little word of encouragement today, a little word of a blessing. And uh, this is the most wonderful time of the year. We're right here at the week of Christmas and uh, wanted to give you a little thought today as we continue and probably finish up our little thought on just simply that the most wonderful time of the year. Why is it the most wonderful time of the year? Well, Isaiah nine, six tells us the Bible says for unto you, for unto us, a child is born and to us, a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Notice this now, and his name shall be called wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father and the prince of peace. And so I told you on the last podcast, we we reason that this Christmas season is such a wonderful time is because the Lord Jesus uh, has a wonderful heart that loves us. He has a wonderful, he has wonderful hands to keep us from sinking. And then I shared with you as we closed yesterday, Jesus has wonderful eyes to watch over us. And I told you I was going to share a hymn history with you uh, is I is on the sparrow. Let me give you the hymn history. I think it'll be an encouragement to you. Miss Sevilla D. Martin was born in Canada. She had been educated in the public and state schools of Nova Scotia and was for a number of years a successful teacher. After her marriage to Dr. William Martin, she joined her husband in evangelistic work. She loved to write poetry and had never aspired to have any of it published, but it was only after she had written the poem, God Will Take Care of You, for her husband, who put it to music, and she began to give any serious thought to the possibility that her endeavors could be used to bless people's hearts. The Martins were living at a Bible school in Johnson City, New York. The year was 1904. She came the same year that God Will Take Care of You was written. Miss Martin had heard of a dear woman who was an invalid and who lived in Elmira, New York. She decided that she would visit this poor woman to cheer her up, and so she boarded the Erie train bound for Elmira, which was located some 50 miles west of Binghamton. This was quite a long trip for that day, but the burden had been on Miss Martin's heart for days, and she knew that she must visit this woman. In later years, she would reflect upon the journey and realize that it was one of the most important decisions of her life, the results of which only eternity would reveal. And then this hymn history that I have here, he says, I'll let Miss Martin tell it for herself. So I quote, I wrote the song, His Eyes on the Sparrow, in the company of a bedridden saint in the city of Elmira, New York. I was reading and singing to her, and during our conversation, I chanced to ask her if she did not sometimes get discouraged. She answered, Miss Martin, how can I be discouraged when my heavenly father watches over each little sparrow and I know he loves and cares for me? Procuring paper and pencil in just a few moments, I had written his eye is on the sparrow. My husband tried his hand at writing the music for it but was not satisfied with the results to a short time later he mailed it to Mr. Charles Gabriel, who wrote the present music and sent it to Mr. Charles Alexander in England, and the song was first sung in Royal Albert Hall during the Great Tory Alexander Revival in 1905. And of course, all of you know the song. There have been, um, and it just, it just basically, the song, 
It's a beautiful song. We all know it. Why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven and home? When Jesus is my portion, my constant friend is he. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. And, of course, that's one of the greatest hymns that's ever been written. And I wanted to share that with you because this wonderful time of the year, the reason it's a wonderful time of the year is because Jesus has wonderful eyes that watches us. Then I want you to just notice Jesus has wonderful ears to hear us. You know, I'm glad that we have a God that hears us. He hears and answers our prayers. He hears our praise, our prayers. He listens to our prayers. He wants us to pray. He wants us to come to him with our needs. And then I'm also glad he has ears that hears praise. And you know, as a Christian today, we ought to be thankful for all he's done for us, how good he's to us, how wonderful he's been. And so this time of year is a wonderful time of year. Why? Because this child that was born, this child that was born was the savior of the world. He has a wonderful heart that loves us. He has wonderful hands that keeps us. Hey, he has wonderful eyes that watches us, but he also has wonderful ears to hear us. And then as I just close today, and really the conclusion of this podcast, Jesus has a wonderful book to guide us. You know what the Bible says of itself? It's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. His book is a wonderful book. And you know, I've learned in my 47 years of life, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, but I've never made any mistakes following God's word. And I just want you to know today, we have the most wonderful time of the year because Jesus came and he has given us a wonderful book to guide us. You know what it does? It blesses us. You know, I can be discouraged. I can get in his word. I can read his promises and I can be blessed. Then not only does it bless us, it builds us. It builds us. You know, I'm not what I used to be, but I'm certainly uh, not where I need to be. But through the years, as we try to apply God's word to our heart, it builds us. It makes us a mature Christian. It helps us to grow. It helps us to understand things when we start claiming his promises. And then we understand in Jeremiah chapter 20, it burns within us. You know, uh, there's many times I know people, and I get it, I'm passionate about a lot of things, but one thing I'm very passionate about is I know that God's word is true. Whether I think it's true, whether I think it works, whether I disagree or agree, it is always right. And I've learned that through my, my, my years of life. And I've learned this, it, it builds us, it blesses us, but it also burns in us. And when you get a promise, something that you know really, really works, you get passionate about it. And so when you see things that are absolutely trustworthy, then, you know, it burns in your heart. You want to share it with other people. And so we understand Jesus has a wonderful book to guide us. And then I just want to say this. Jesus has a wonderful spirit to comfort us. When the comforter has come, he gives power, he gives protection. And I'm so thankful that during this time of the year, this most wonderful time of the year, it's wonderful. Why? Because we have a wonderful Savior. That is part of his name. He's wonderful. And so because this wonderful child came, because this wonderful Savior came and we're celebrating his birth, this is the most wonderful time. Why? Because he has wonderful ears to hear us. He has a wonderful heart to love us. He has wonderful hands to hold us. He has wonderful eyes to see us and to watch over us. He has a wonderful book to guide us. Then he has a wonderful spirit to comfort us. And then 
Jesus is building a wonderful home for us. You know, the Bible tells us that he's going to prepare a place. He's there now. He says, if I go to prepare a place for you, we know in John chapter 14, he tells us that he is preparing a place for us. And what a place this will be. You know, you might live in a little shack. You might live in a very humble abode today. But if you're a Christian, I want you to know something. You have a wonderful home ahead of you. And I want you to know not one mansion, one castle, one absolutely amazing place that your eyes can see on this earth is not going to touch what heaven is going to be like. He is preparing a wonderful place for us. How wonderful it is, no wonder that it comes to describing this time of the year is the most wonderful time. You know why? Because Jesus is wonderful. Wonderful is his first name. And it's the umbrella in this verse that covers everything else. Let's read it again. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And you know what? He's wonderful. You know why? He's the wonderful counselor. He's the wonderful, mighty God. He's the wonderful, everlasting Father, and he is the wonderful Prince of Peace. So you say, Pastor Mark, how in the world can this be the most wonderful time of the year with all the craziness going on, all the chaos, all the gift wrapping, all of the things that we've got to do? It's the busiest time of the year, right? But let's never forget that it is the most wonderful time of the year because why? We're celebrating the most wonderful Savior. And thank God that I hope and pray you know him today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.